0: hello you're
1: doing the intro by the way there we go (laughs) You just started the intro like you just uh, you've mo- went, you've went into an open door of a house you don't own. <laughs> hello? <laughs> I've noticed there's a lot of milk outside, honey. <laughs>
0: right. Hello and welcome to Discussing Documentaries. I'm Tink Sterling and this is Rick Wharton.
1: Welcome back, Tiggs. Pleasure to have you here. It's it's in my contract that I don't have to sound enthusiastic at the start, <laughs> whoever's doing it has to do with the intro. <laughs> So what one we're doing this week then? Oh, this was a Ting's choice. She said, um, I may not like one, but I may but she's also seen this one, so I thought I would almost punish the decision to preempt what I would like and what I wouldn't <laughs> like, and we would do the documentary Tell Me Who I Am. Bleak. Bleak. Yep, we can we can wrap it up all there, guys. <laughs> this this may actually be a short one, because there is not a whole lot of gleam that's going to cheer anyone up during this fucking documentary.
0: There's not, but there's a lot for us to catch up on, so...
1: Okay, she's got... We, we we recorded the Billy Milligan part four last night for those out in podcast land listening and which is a good episode by the way, you should check it out. I I, I would even go as far to say it is a lot better than episode three from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. So yeah, catch us up. How how has Christmas been? Thanks.
0: Well, really nice actually. <laughs> told you i want to talk about christmas that's all i'm gonna give you no do you want i mean you suppose just ask straight back but i'll just tell you about it and then i'll ask you after so really good because i was really 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 prepared
1: prepared what were you cooking
0: well with everything so i was i started buying i love buying people presents like proper love buying people presents and making people presents and stuff so i started in like august september So I had everything wrapped and sorted by um like December first. So that was good. But then that was also procrastinating because I didn't want to do me skirting boards, but both got done. And then for the food as well, who did you where did you go for your dinner?
1: Oh, um we treated like an all star game. We got vegan things from all the supermarkets.
0: So you had dinner did you have dinner at home?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did we? Like Christmas dinner. Yep. Christmas dinner at our and place. And did you make
0: yeah.
1: a roast? There was a vegan roast and a roast for me folks, if I remember correctly.
0: So, you had two Christmas dinners?
1: No, we had one that catered to different dietary needs, which would be, which you wouldn't believe the level of a talking point that has been for I don't know, six fucking months. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you totally vegan now? Well,
1: me mum just I, I'm pretty much vegan. I'd love to say it's I watched game changers and you know I felt I can get the best out of my body, but it's really this is there's no point cooking two different yeah, meals. Yeah, fair enough. Because we get the gustos uh, you ever, and we've discussed that, and you don't like being told how to yeah. cook is your issue with gusto. Mm-hmm. But over Christmas, since we had a lot of crap in to eat, we've rolled over on gustos and now we have like 26 bags of ingredients <laughs> to meals we <laughs> like we have to catch up on now so we're cooking brunch goose stores currently.
0: (laughs) Nice. Um, Well, I had. I made the roof this year. I don't eat meat.
1: Sorry. What? Correct me if I'm wrong. There's a line in Pulp Fiction, right, that my brother stole for his wedding vows.
0: What, any of you fucking pigs move?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Say I do again. I dare. No, um... (laughs) Uh no, it is um, Vinny Vegas being in, interviewed in a deleted scene. Uh, by Uma Thurman, and asks, "Are you a person who listens or waits to talk?" And <laughs> that moment <laughs> very much had the pace and tenure of of a lady who was waiting to speak, not when listening. Because <laughs> he weren't
0: giving his answers that
1: I cared for. I, I admire the honesty. <laughs>
0: Um well I did one. I was excited about telling you, but I mean I could I'll feign interest if you want us to.
1: No, 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 no. We're all good. All good on that one. <laughs> you tell me about Krimble. I am interested and I will so listen. So I... It reminds me of this morning.
0: What happened this morning?
1: <laughs> I was fucking with you to interrupt to imply that I wasn't listening. I
0: know, I was doing a joke. <laughs> we had one back together and got on alright and now I'm being a bitch again. I said this to you, i was like oh i think it's been really good for rick that we've had a break because i feel like i was much nicer to him this time <laughs> and then, now it's back to normal i'm going to tell you about my christmas dinner we have a little tradition where everybody gets together on christmas eve and preps the veg so that's nice so so me mom so we had christmas at ours um so me mom and me mama and me sister and the Bairns came and helped, all prepped all the vegetables and stuff. And then my uh, mum cooks the meat and brings that on Christmas Day and I cook the rest of it. And it was absolutely lovely. And then we did two. We did one for my family Christmas Day and one for Stuart's on the 2nd of January. Bloody lovely. And it was nice because it felt like new traditions beginning. And it's nice. I like, I like hosting that. because... I like to get the praise.
1: No one can say, you've, you've had too much, it's time for you to leave. <laughs>
0: yeah, they've all got to leave. <laughs> That's a really good point. But also, I like getting the praise for the cooking. And also, I like to control the vibe. Having a nice little bit of music on, you know, at the right level for you. Fuck the rest of them. No, I was just going to say, enforced fun. I do, I do, re- I am a big believer in organised fun. Getting a board game out, getting some the old school game console I was telling you about, getting that out. Brings people together, man, whether they fucking like it or not.
1: I like that. Uh, the games console in particular, the board game, was a stroke of genius for New Year. We had people round, I don't drink, we're playing Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> All right, okay, I know, I know I know, you've got an old bottle of whiskey, but when did uh, Wham release their first album in... <laughs> <laughs> you got 30 seconds it's not your turn to talk anymore on to you what's that you're getting tired now oh never mind
0: <laughs> did you wipe the floor with them
1: uh no i think kg won oh. that one.
0: well she doesn't drink either oh, maybe, well, maybe she was it's got nothing to do with me sorry <laughs> <laughs> christ i don't know what's wrong i have just had a coffee <laughs>
1: I I don't know what triggers you just left from on wet rocks there. I know her. Oh, I shouldn't speak for her. Maybe she did. Maybe she's stopping. I don't know. (laughs) No, Um, That's
0: exactly what happened. uh,
1: What was I going to say? So Christmas Day is, it's almost new to me. Uh Because from the age of, I want to say, 13 to 14, I would have been too hungover Christmas Day. And then at 8 o'clock, the White Hills pub would open for an hour. It was either 7 or 8. It's a much-debated point in Chester Street when you go up before. Most people go up at 7 just in case and then have to wait an hour. But, and then drink through. And then since I stopped drinking, it's the first time I've actually been present for Christmas Day. I'd wake up, give each other their presents, be minging over Christmas dinner, not be able to eat it, and then have to go back to bed. It was kind of the routine until about three years ago. One thing I did note on 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 your routine is it does feel a very female patriarchy family that there, there's a tradition you come around the night before and help prep the veg. That sounds like <laughs> sounds like females were making up the <laughs> what to do on that one. That level of organisation.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but it is a nice one, and the kids and it was lovely because the kids helped as well. They're all little. I mean. I had to wash everything a lot after our Emily because she's a disgusting little beast but the big one, we did very well now it was nice but then on the second of the 2nd of January I did it all myself on the day of did everything from scratch myself so I was very proud but I didn't do meat because I'd I would have no idea how to cook meat and I don't want to.
1: <laughs> that that's a a good little addition to it so I don't know she's kind of an A student the girl the lady I met so I'm sure she could look up, put it in the oven for this amount of time. <laughs>
0: it does feel a bit wrong. My mum always sends me, because I like to go and do some jobs before Christmas. I mean, this is going to be so outdated, because it probably isn't going to come out of February, we'll talk about Christmas, but I'm not bothered, because at least we're having a nice catch-up. My mum always sends us out to do some bits of jobs and that before, like on like Christmas Eve, the day before. And like last few years, I've always been the one sent to the um, butchers. <laughs> and like I don't I feel like such a dick when I go in the butchers and I, like it's one of the few places that I feel I don't feel uncomfortable because of the meat because I don't really give a shit about that but like it's because I proper don't know what I'm asking for so like it's like when you're at school and the teachers all play a joke and they send one of the bands around for a long stand or a big weight or whatever that's what I feel like okay, I, I feel like it. your mum could have written anything down and I'm like ooh I'll have a, seven pounds of chuckle buckles <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I, I like the idea that you're going in with anxiety, that you ask for a turkey, and then you got to clarify a dead one, please. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of the hairs on. <laughs>
0: the hairs. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, I like, every year, I go, because I feel so uncomfortable, I make, like, non-jokes, which is, uh, they're like, hey, I don't know why they always said the vegetarian in there. <laughs> It's horrible. And it just makes us remember like what it was like to be like an anxious teenager because I just don't have that anymore. But then the butchers once a yeah. year. It's a good reminder.
1: It's uh the one in London we used to go to, um, you could see the back shop, and there's just something about a dude with an apron with blood on it. It <laughs> just makes you think I I'm not leaving here oh, alive. <laughs> I don't
0: know what you're gonna say, that it's just something with a dude with a with
1: blood in it that I find incredibly arousing, so, you know. But I, I appreciate, I would have been allowed to vocalise that if you can. You are very forward-thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you are so 2022. Thanks,
0: man. Um,
1: Tell you, just quickly before we start, i got to say what happened yeah. today. Now, it's annoying because I think a similar thing has been a bit of material for a comedian, but I swear. So I walk out my street. And uh, we ran out of tea bags last night. So I woke up and I backflipped out of bed. And I know the first thing I'm getting is fucking tea bags because I know what my day is going to be like. If there's no tea bags in the household. Yeah. So I walked down the shop. I'm being me. So I'm looking at my feet, hoping not to talk mm-hmm. to anyone. I turned the corner in the estate and they're, they're doing something, some kind of building. And there's one guy there, a builder, and he's in what I could only describe as like a power stance. So, like his legs are, if you imagine you're doing yoga, yeah. he's got his hands on his hips. And he's got his legs more than shoulder-width yeah. apart. And he goes, "Nagger, Where you gone?" <laughs> and I stop. I freeze, right? I'm like five feet away from him. I know there's no barrier in between <laughs> us, so I'm like, I haven't stepped on a place that I haven't. And he said something else incomprehensible. He's like, Gannon. And I look up. And I look around. I'm like, do I know him from school? Is this a person that I've bumped into? Like, and then I went, I'm going to the shops and as I said, shops, a hand came out from the ground, <laughs> handing him a hammer.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can proper imagine
1: the editor. Just when I see the hand coming up like the, end of, like the end of Halloween coming from a fucking gravestone, I'm just like, oh, for fuck's
0: Oh, no. Did he respond to you?
1: Nah. Nah, no, nah, he didn't.
0: Was Is that like... He just kind of... Go on.
1: Just looked at us. as I, I looked at him. I put my f- head back down, walking down the road.
0: Oh, <laughs> pet.
1: I'll be walking the long way back Yeah,
0: home. I was thinking that. I was like, is there a way that you were able to, like, avoid on the way back? Should we talk about the documentary then?
1: Yes. Yes, don't worry. Not all of that will survive the cut. <laughs> Or maybe it will. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we're back. This is this is the post-COVID discussing documentaries podcast. This is we're managing to do it. Uh, God bless. Thanks for jumping on board and co-hosting. Um, and her enthusiasm because we were meant to record yesterday, and I had to ring up sick <laughs> to my own podcast. <laughs> All right. So this week we're taking a look at the Netflix documentary. Tell me who I am. What caught your eye about this one, Tinks?
0: Well, the advert or trailer, really, it does draw you in, doesn't it? Because there's a, I mean, it's just a bit unheard of. It's a twin saying that he's, his entire memory is constructed from what his twin has told him because he's lost his memory. But then there's something that he's like either missed out or he's lied about or something. So it's, you don't know what it is, but it's serious intrigue. That is just yeah. what a texture match is. T- intrigue!
1: Intrigue, yeah. All right. Well, I, since I knew what it was, I was trying to think what could it have been for it to be positive. Do you know what I mean? It's like, look, the truth is, Marcus, you're actually in the NBA. Oh
0: <laughs> well, well, you've managed it then, because afterwards, Stuart, like, because we watched it and we we're both like like, just completely silent. Like, I'd stopped writing any notes. I was like, fuck, fucking he-. Like, it's just mad. And uh, Stuart, just the first thing that brought the silence was, well, don't try to get a fucking laugh out of this. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for for throughout the course of this next 30 minutes, I, I have, uh, like, I would say nine attempts. <laughs> Let's see how many. But, all right, So, for those who haven't seen it, and this is what I would actually recommend watching, but be prepared to be bummed out. That wasn't one of the attempts.
0: <laughs> you horrible bastard.
1: I'm leaving the laughing, not the cursing. <laughs> is it Alex and Marcus? Yes. I got, the, I got Alex the names is right the one on who's one.
0: lost his memory in Marcus's. Yeah.
1: yeah. He, he lost his memory in a motorcycle accident. He wakes up. He sees his twin brother. He knows that's his brother. He recognises nobody. He literally else.
0: says, Hello, Marcus. But he doesn't know his own name. But he knows his brother's name.
1: Yeah. And the mother is obviously distressed. She doesn't recognise him. They go into, you know, detail on, on that backstory, but it's gone. The memory of his first 18 years, is it? He was 18 when it happened.
0: Wait, sorry. I'm just going to stop you there because I, was, I didn't like the mum immediately because she took it so personally that he'd forgotten her. And I was just like, howie, yeah. man. Poor Burns lost the last, like, all of his memories. And you're, like, booting off because he doesn't remember you. Like, maybe he's trying to help him, you fucking bitch.
1: It was weird, wasn't it? I can't draw a parable. Like, I was the best at the party, though, wasn't I? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Kind of just pestering, like, um, you remember me, though, don't you? You remember me. 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 You can't what forget about me.
0: me. Lovely me.
1: There's a keyword, yeah. When someone's got a traumatic brain injury,
0: mm-hmm. and um, I must say as well that it starts, and certainly in the um, trailer, I felt like he'd kept the brother Marcus had kept something from him for like his own gain, because it was almost it, it, almost like what it was putting across was a bit like evil twin, good twin, evil twin, good twin. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get conflicted. So, like,
0: that was like thinking of it from that perspective as well. So, anyway.
1: And so, Marcus, they go back, they're they're loaded. The family's like, the mother went to like Bridgerton debutante balls and that kind of stuff, which that creates a little bit of a distance when you're watching it. You're like, all right, what happened to Richie Rich?
0: I know we're both so bad for that. Like, just like your sympathy. Our uh, our sympathy just kind of goes very quickly if people have got money. Mm. Not good, is it, really? I yeah. It's not, it's not a thing that I'm proud of that I'm like that.
1: It's TV that's done that, I though. think it's just all the posh like,
0: twats I've met that have done it, actually.
1: A majority of my friends are and are he- middle class. I think I'm the novelty for them. But then, you know... I wouldn't say I'm particularly working class. I need a job for that. So
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I was. I'm, I'm, we might talk about this before, actually. Like, uh, like a little while ago, I was thinking, like, I guess my, I guess I'm middle class now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, bloody hell, that's mad. But then Stuart was. It's Stuart Was that... saying, well, I, I don't think we are. But I think, like, because it's like, is it what I mean? I'm sure that it, there is a. I don't
1: know what is middle class. I think there's a number of times you can in the northeast, there's a number of times you can use the phrase Daft Cunt in a day. <laughs> and then once once you go over that bridge, you're either middle class or you're trying to be something yeah. you're not.
0: Is it like when you've got to tick tick your age, so it's like the eighteen to twenty-five box. It's like the naught to five times you say daft cunt in day <laughs> six to ten. <laughs>
1: It's it's the doctor's checking you're an alcoholic. Have you ever went out and said daft cunt more times than you intended to say daft cunt? <laughs> <laughs> but you're also like a returning, you know, uh, returning to the Northeast. So you went away. So I don't know about you because you, you kind of got a stronger sense of individuality than mm-hmm. me. But... Uh, when I went away, I kind of like gobbled up all northeast stereotypes as some kind of character of mine. <laughs> I, 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 I like so I like I would drink more. I I got more Geordie the further south I went, and I was known as the Toon fan. Where in Chesley Street, no one would ask my opinion. The fucking no, fun yeah, you know I it have That's
0: true. Like uh, my accent definitely got stronger. Because I mean, if you remember when we were younger, I used to try and soften my accent quite a lot. But then when I moved away, I was like so determined not to lose it, that it definitely got stronger.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's something I had to really backtrack. It was, I think it's when I did my first gig back in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. I remembered I had to change the line, I'm from Newcastle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <changed>. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus, I'm living a lie. What's I did a gig in Edinburgh at the stand and when the glass collectors came and went, oh, i have from Newcastle, where about you? Uh, I went, oh, Chesley Street. She went, well, that's not Newcastle. <laughs> you <laughs> <that's good. laughs> <laughs> No, she said the weirdest, like, not the weirdest thing, but the weirdest qualifier. She went, I worked at the Metro Center and walked up. and that's
0: Gates, Said you daft cunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: If I punch her, that would mean we're married now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's the... Sorry, back to the working class thing. That is a devout within. There isn't a stereotype of middle-class Geordie, which there very much is middle and upper middle-class people in the northeast. but that word Geordie is attached to, like, the miners and to the, the Newcastle fans not wearing shirts in the away end.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're middle-class because we can, like... I mean, we've never... Me and Stuart have never had a holiday, like, longer than... A week i don't think we're gonna afford like a two-week right. holiday a year or anything like that but we're definitely able to like have a weekend away without worrying too much every now and again Do you know what i mean and like i think that makes mm. you like and then well I, I we've never since we've been together i've never ever this first time we like never had to worry about making sure there was enough food and paying all the bills we just haven't had to, had to worry about that and i think that's a big cuz you're killing it. yeah definitely it is a big deal like when that so like i think it's good sometimes to like not have stuff cuz then when you have it you really you really appreciate oh you know god what I mean? yeah. it's like we didn't have a freezer for ages right it was a good but It wasn't that long cuz i mean it was cold we moved in in december it so was more point anyway just hide outside and then it got the summer and it was like probably, yeah, it's would probably been in like seven or eight months. And then me mum, definitely middle class now, me mum living on an estate, keeping up with the Joneses. She's got two freezers. She's got one in the bloody garage. So she said, oh, I'll let you borrow mine that's not being plugged in while I've been gone without a freezer all this time. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Well, no, I'm not I'm fucking living. Um, and then so we, <laughs> we got that. And oh my God, that was amazing. When we got that freezer and I could like have... it The main thing was just for ice, for gin. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, lovely cold gin. Hmm. That's another thing as well. W- w- being able to afford spirits.
1: Okay. Yeah. I've never got into an- gin. Actual
0: spirits that you want to drink, not just like vodka. You know what I mean? To go in, yeah. Yeah. Fake Red yeah.
1: Bull. I remember I did a lock-in. In Eastbourne with a promoter and uh we went to Tesco's twenty four hour Tesco's I think to get drink. Oh trying to remember I'm merging stories. Anyway, we went to Tesco's to get drink. It would have been too late, it was a lock in night. And uh due to my finances, I got Tesco whiskey for five pounds and almost went blind. <laughs> <laughs> Would you equate not having a freezer for that amount of time to being similar to uh, not having any childhood memories, like what was experienced by (laughs) Alex?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely, definitely rather not have a freezer for the rest of my life. But then again, if I'd had his childhood, I think I would take the freezer and have no memory.
1: It is an interesting one, isn't it? Because... If you hadn't seen the trailer you wouldn't quite know where it's yeah. going. And you talk it's almost heartwarming how the twin brother yeah. is now teaching this eighteen year old how to be uh-huh. a human, so like how to make toast how to do this um when they said riding a bike they used one of those old timey bikes like in fucking heartbeat and that annoyed me for some reason like they're just i know he's got head trauma but they are just like living a fucking enid blighton lifestyle (laughs) like 18 year olds with scarves on riding around the big oak tree in their garden (laughs) you can do it rupert you can do it
0: (laughs) yes um and it was
1: it, uh, he's, he's got no memory of his education so of course he got into Oxford <laughs> um. <laughs> um,
0: yeah that was that it was really heartwarming because the twin Alex who's, who's lost his memory as he's going back he was like I didn't know all these things but he's like faces he's so happy because he's, he's talking about how his brother just filled in all the blanks for him like really quickly Yeah, and like you can you can like see a sense of like joy and like love in his face as he's saying that
1: absolutely
0: oh it was uh, he's, oh i don't know oh i'm getting a bit wet eye now because it was like it was really emotional just watching them explain that in on its own was was lovely like the bond that they've obviously had or have
1: and uh one thing he just says all tv was new which i thought you know what if you could just mm. delete 10 seasons of the american office then Whoa. watch it again from scratch that 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 would a little bit of a gift there <laughs> if you're looking for small small mercies but the first red flag, like the major red flag for me, is how they refer to their mother as mummy. At their Stuart age.
0: was livid about that as well. He's like, Mummy! Oh,
1: that, <laughs> that is, yeah, I, I I've heard that on occasion. And it's you, you can see someone descend in age almost, which you can forgive the amnesia guy. But um, Marcus also did so on occasion as well. I told him, mate. That I was um, that I do the Twitch stream with um, that we're doing this one, and he told me that uh, the same thing happened. There weren't twins, but brothers to a friend of his. And when his brother woke up with no, he, he'd got into a bar fight, hit with um, an actual like plank of wood or a bar, lost his all of his memories, and his brother um, told him he was gay and just broke up with his boyfriend and was really upset. Are you joking? <laughs> no.
0: oh my god i feel like that's the kind of shit you and your brother would do to each other just like fucking wind each other up about it yeah
1: that's exactly where i was going to with it yeah because i i'm trying to if you're trying to put yourself in one of these situations i could not trust our dan to not fuck Mm -hmm. me over
0: that's really interesting because I wrote down later on about mine and my sister's relationship. Very, very different things I wrote down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see you two getting on. So he's asking things like, so he's piecing together his childhood now. After he's learned how to be, he wants to know about his his childhood. And he says, uh, have we ever been on a holiday? Is the thing. And he says, yep, we went to a beach holiday in the south of France. You like chocolate flakes in your ice cream. They show him a photo of a beach. That's enough for him. And those memories get latched onto and then built around which there is a fragility of memory of how you perceive mm-hmm. things do you know what i mean and uh, i thought that's an interesting look into the human psyche of how you can grasp things as fact
0: yeah but i mean we do it we do it anyway don't we like you the, even if you haven't lost your memory fully like this poor fella but you do still construct memories or like remember things a certain way because of a photograph but that doesn't necessarily mean it is exactly what it, how it was or what it was. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, I, I agree. you construct around that and what's happening. And those are usually the things that you feel like you can remember better because there's a the physical evidence of it. But you don't necessarily. There's just. Have you ever read The Beach?
1: Is that the DiCaprio movie?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Have you seen The Beach? No. All right. Fuck you then. Never mind. Move on. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. I, I, one, of, one of our listeners might have. No, it's so, just it's um,
0: really interesting. I can't remember what he says now. <laughs> but there's a really interesting...
1: Isn't memory a fascinating thing? <laughs>
0: no, there's a really interesting...
1: <laughs> I was in it!
0: <laughs> Leo Dio! I am Leo Dio! Um, no, so there's a bit about, because he's travelling around and it's a bit about how he doesn't ever take any photos, because because what you take the photos of, then, then changes your memory. So like you need to take it in mentally rather than have this like evidence to show for it. And it was it uh, it really touched us, but I kind of fucking ran what he said.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, I lived with the kind of guy who would go travelling and say that kind of bullshit. Uh, I,
0: suppose. <laughs> I read it when I was quite young. Like so I can imagine I a... met those kind of people I... yet.
1: Yeah, it's um. It's another thing I had to deal with when I got to uni of people having nice times. Then there'll be people like going down to like the coast and you know having like a beach fire and singing songs and no one's being mean or saying the word daft cunt.
0: Well, I just I found it really weird and still still struggle with it now. Not struggle, but like have to like retrain really myself. Like when people do anything but they're not drinking, like right. anything. It's like especially yeah. oh we're gonna go and do this. Gonna be lovely and it's like oh right well when do you stop doing that and have a drink or like at what point do you go to the <laughs> it's like oh that's a nice thing to do and then you talk about it when you're having a drink after or like you have a drink while you're doing it so that it's fun or whatever it's terrible <laughs> I...
1: no no it, it, it is it is a massive unpicking of your like habits yeah
0: i'm just trying to find a bit about <laughs> the <laughs> i really want to read you the bit about taking photos i better shit no, it won't be shit. It's good. Oh, I've put too much information. in. Oh no, now it's saying leave nothing but fin- f- footprints and all this crap. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Oh no, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> oh, we need li- live stream tinks googling things. I think would get more views.
0: <laughs> oh nah bollocks to it. That's too too long. Too long. We'll find it. You can put it on the. You can put it on the something. You can. I'll find the quote. Then you can put it on something in case anyone gives a shit.
1: Oh, I can. oh God. This do This God, is how this business start. relationship is going, is
0: it? Don't start, you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um. What
1: were, what were you saying? <laughs> so, so, to recap, you've been on holidays, France, you oh, like yeah. chocolate flakes and your ice cream. I did think, modern day, you'd have Facebook to go through. So, even the time in which this happened, there'd be a lot less... Oh, yeah to go of compared to modern day well oh here's you live streaming reviewing a packet of crisps this is the type of person you are um, i think it was <laughs> you're at a crossroads i think now. it was
0: 1982 <laughs> when he lost his memory so he's 18 in 1982 so yeah
1: and then it starts to get weird away from the amnesia do you know what i mean like so you find out they don't live in the massive house they live in this shed and
0: yeah before before that they've talked a bit about the kind of characters their parents are having they? That they're saying like that the mom's like dead dead charismatic before you find out that they live in the shed like that she's really charismatic mm. and can like like she walks into a room and everyone looks at her like she's like life and soul kind of thing and i was thinking mm. oh i like to think yep. people think of me that way and then i'm thinking the very opposite by the end
1: <laughs> <laughs> well one of the things I don't know when they drop it in, but it was a weird thing, and I couldn't stop thinking about it the whole way through. Because you've got to remember, this is the second watch for me, so I'm trying to avoid the nasty and pick up on the absurd. But they mentioned she had massive hands, and then, and then when you see the photographs of her, I can't help but see these huge hands carrying chihuahuas. I know what you mean. Oh
0: no, but the big hands thing just oh no.
1: That upset me. As someone whose hand size has been criticised at length throughout his oh, life, can yeah. I just say, you need to learn to have a sense of humour about
0: it. No, but it was just, I'm not I'm not sad for the people who said she's got big hands. It's more what she really does with them that's the problem and where they've been. That's what I yeah, thought about that. when he said about the size of her hands. Mm. <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're trying to find
1: then why is that in his mind why is hand size it? Like, uh-huh. like I don't know I, I couldn't tell you my mother's ears but if I went she's got massive ears my mother uh, is there a reason what she heard him doing what's going <laughs> on
0: <laughs> so yeah they say this very charismatic man big hands loves chihuahuas and that their dad's dead scary
1: the dad's terrifying apparently you don't go into his side of the house
0: you know they weren't allowed upstairs at all yeah. But especially not his place. It only if they were called and they had uh referred to him as Sir.
1: The sir, that's another one. That's an Americanism. I'm thinking American um American beauty. The dad and that. Oh yeah. Then it's all about him trying to integrate himself with friends, he doesn't remember them. He's got a girlfriend, which he just does he pretends to remember and still I, I don't know if that's cool they did mm. that. <laughs> well,
0: I'm just sorry, there's a bit there's a little bit that uh, that I wrote down about and like because it's going, because after they've said about the mum and dad that he lived in the shed and all that, that he says about taking everything as the norm and that, that it really like right. captured like my brain. Because when I think from lots of people y- you do as you're growing up, think your family's like the average or the norm or whatever. Because that's okay. what you're being taught by the people who are closest to you. They're around you all the time. That's but yeah who you are and what it's bit be- you're built up on is based on the people around you cuz you're not allowed out as much or whatever as you're growing up so you just surround your yeah, circle smaller so you think that the- whatever that is is the norm and then as you reach like your teen years then you start to realize oh well actually that's a bit weird about our family and that's a bit odd and they do that differently but it's like he's gone the other way around and that must be so confusing because like 18 you're starting to realize the like fucked up things with your family or like what's going on around you or what you want to change that you want to be different to that if you ever have a family that's what you'd be different how you'd be different whereas he just thinks that that's what all families are like because he's got nothing to base it on
1: imagine that first time like uh marcus and alex go around the friend's house as a teenager and just crack up laughing going i'm sorry but why is your mother got tiny hands (laughs) like that is that's ridiculous.
0: Uh, <laughs> that, is your, is your mum's hands tiny or is that a massive dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also he said, sorry, the one who's lo- Alex, who lost his memory, it said, and you know, people have always often said to us, people say all the time, it's not that bad losing your memory. I thought, who the fuck is he surrounding himself with? Because this is awful what's happened to him. And he said, like, he says it as if, like, yeah, people say it all the time. I'm like, twats. Do you know what I mean? Christ. Sorry.
1: You can imagine a set of the best of spirits, like, you could have lost something horrific, like your sense of smell or fatigue. <laughs> but It's, um.
0: um, <laughs> What, you've lost uh, your energy levels, have you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, didn't saying, right,
1: didn't I didn't have much to give. All right, I didn't have much to give. Uh, but it's the um oh shit what you said about you feeling your family's the yeah. norm i think that is a bigger issue the higher the class skill you go up uh-huh. because they are so isolated in that big yes. house whereas if you're from you know low, lower income family you're kind of more on top of each other if you like the, the lads that came from like the estates knew each other better than what the middle class yeah. did, kids did for fucking play dates. Mm-hmm. And you can see and experience a lot more different sectors of culture mm-hmm. and a lot more uncles coming around. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they ended and
1: up having plenty of uncles, didn't they? I, I, I was trying to do the Sudoku for that line myself, <laughs> yes. I, I gonna... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did I take your joke? You didn't. You didn't. Um, I, I just didn't give it the laugh it deserved because I'm going. How do I make that okay to say it and still be funny? Um,
0: so yeah, like after they get, after he gets used to the house, I think he said they said it's a few months before Marcus takes him out to meet their friends. And as you say, they're like he, he had a girlfriend and also everybody knew he'd had an injury. But what they would do before went to a party, Alex would be like, remind us who everybody is and what they look like and give us a little backstory. And they were say he was saying, like, none of the friends noticed, including his girlfriend, that he'd lost.
1: Oh, I know. Like, oh, my God.
0: The drugs must have been kind of good.
1: Nah, I've just hung out with middle class. So I, I can imagine the people who don't have to worry about money are just like that. Are you feeling better, boy? Very good. Anyway.
0: Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah and um but then he's
1: that's not so bad you've got a new scarf
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'd lose new memories not that bad you can buy all the scarves you want um but then he starts taking photos of like everything absolutely this is everything.
1: The, the, there are some horrific quotes coming up in this yeah like i mean horrific but one of the worst quotes i've heard in a documentary is you know you take photographs of things like weddings and holidays but You never take a photograph of a funeral.
0: What was your reaction? All right, Alex. (laughs) My reaction, immediate reaction was the clothes will be cooler. That's what my genuine immediate reaction. Because it's like people always go t and wear things they don't feel particularly comfortable with at a wedding or often do anyway. Because they're trying to be like fancy and summery. But everybody's got a lovely black outfit that they love. Yeah, I get well, that. Most women do. Fellas just end up wearing the same suit for everything, don't they? Or not, I'm doing a sweeping generalization there. Lots of the funerals I've been to, I've had lots of people in ill fitting suits. But I didn't feel like it was a tie to bring it up with them. <laughs> 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 but maybe if I start taking photos of funerals, once the sadness is there, I'll be able to just yeah. point it out. Be like, now that the grief, <laughs> the grief. <laughs> it's quite surprising. Like, you need to sort this suit situation out.
1: Dave, uh, get that uh, blazer taken out a bit, made before Mary's cuff escalates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really interesting quote, though. Did you think it was a shit thing to say? I thought it was really interesting because it's like because when he's constructed his entire life from photographs. And he's just saying like that you can't you can't fully understand yourself as a person because you haven't got those sad you haven't got those points of relevance and reference to look back on. I thought that was great. Yeah. I'm gonna write it in joined up writing and put it on me wall instead of live, laugh, love me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Impress young student chicks to come round. <laughs> Why have you got take photographs of a funeral on you wall? <laughs> Well,
0: <laughs> in fairness, that is exactly you. You you came into uh, my room when I was a young'un, and that is the kind of thing I would have written on my wall. Uh, for for
1: for the benefit of the podcast, we were the same age. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, halfway through saying that, writing on your wall, I did trigger a memory of um, oh yeah, you, you did you didn't do that i have a it's it's the guy it's the guy who went traveling in my halls i'm picturing when he had all those quotes and it would be like some emo- It's it's just like the office and he'd be like oh what's that is tr- it's from coach carter <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh are you
0: no i, I wrote all the things on my wall but they weren't necessarily they were definitely weren't like inspirational it was just all really depressing <laughs> there was a lot of nirvana lyrics
1: Attacked all senses when you went in there. You questioned everything. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, fairy lights and Tim Burton. <laughs> it wasn't just that. Quotes. It wasn't. Just,
0: it wasn't Tim. It was Nevada Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an individual, just like everybody else, Rick.
1: Never said you weren't. Wasn't attacking uh, you.
0: Oh, can you, can you remember, I don't remember he said stop doing this by the time i got to college, right? But like in magazines and stuff, they, they used to be like in the back pages, like, um, you know, like people you would get like Koran magazine and stuff. And, and it would have like a, an advert for like, like slogan t-shirts that were like edgy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like I couldn't ever afford to buy one, right? So genuinely, genuinely, right? Always had my eyes open at school for like a uh, like thick, um elastic bands, you know like the ones that aren't right. thick, the ones that are like thick. I know yet. which one you mean. So that I could um and then I would like get them and I would write one of the edgy edgy slogans on them and wear them as a bracelet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you're being sent to the head teachers for having fucking some absurdly coloured hair <laughs> defies dress codes. <laughs> And she's got a sticker written on her wrist for some reason. I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> you know what? I managed to get away with a lot in school. I really don't know how I managed to get away with it because I never wore a uniform. I wore something that very, very loosely resembled it. Like I would wear white on the top and black on the bottom. But that was as far as it went. Like I would just wear what I wanted. And I would always wear jewellery and I had like jewellery in my face. There was one, me and my friend... Both exactly the same shirt, right? Exactly the same one, and it looked more slutty on me because I've got big tits, and she was very slim and small. Um, the teacher, she did something wrong, wrong in the lesson. The teacher called her a slut, right? I screamed at her, threw a book at her, and sent her out the room. I was sat next to her, no bother. <laughs>
1: Did a T-shirt say that, or is that just what the teacher just decided to call her?
0: Oh no, I just called her a slut. It was just, it was a white shirt, but instead of having buttons, it was like kind of collar, and then it was like a V-neck. So like it was quite rough cool, oh, and beautiful. it was very they were very tight, um, and yeah, she she got called a slut, told her to leave the room.
1: Female teacher or male teacher?
0: Female, who liked females.
1: Female. All right. All right, I am Jesus. It sounds like there's a documentary to how you know that, um, short hair shirt? No, I know, I, well, I'm not
0: going to go into it because it's a sad story.
1: Okay, but I, I, I'm more picturing someone whose husband's just left her for a young lass. It's Definitely just not that. a bunch of venoms just came mm-hmm. out. I, would tell you, I was walking, uh, last time I was in Brighton, I'm walking along the coast to the Apple store. I had to get some equipment for the tech that night. This guy's walking, and do you know the rubber buckets the builders have uh-huh it's yeah. like a it's like a bucket with handles he's he's carrying one of those he's got no shirt on his back, and it's like it's windy mm-hmm. <laughs> and i've I've just had this whole moment of like distress of being back in the northeast, but I'm walking along this like People are playing frisbee, they're they're rollerblading in unison in Brighton on the coast. And I'm going like, this is actually, this is nice. This is calm. And then this fellow walks up to us with a rubber bucket and goes, never trust a fucking woman, mate. They're all sluts and what?
0: They're all sluts and what?" Walked oh off. That was God. it. He
1: didn't. He didn't break a slide. He didn't break a stride. He just was walking with his possessions in his workman's book, oh. just <laughs> telling people that all women are cunts. <laughs>
0: Working class. I bet you, were one of five to ten that he mentioned it to
1: that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. What was your favourite episode of Halfway the seen Pet? When Moxie burns the, the hut down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, we better bring it back. It was thought this would be short, but I think it's going to be quite long. We've managed to vibe a lot.
1: Vibing. All right. So.
0: Well, we were saying he's taking loads of photos to get his memory back, isn't he? And then it moves on to the dad he is. dying.
1: Yeah, the dad dies on the deathbed. He asks Marcus, Would you forgive me? And he says, No. And that's the first time.
0: He asks both of them, doesn't he? Alex. And Alex Alex mm. says, yes, of course. And then, like, it pans on Marcus and he's like, he's such a sweet boy. Of course he'd say that and he doesn't know what he's saying yes too. And then, mm. but yeah, and then Marcus says no and then that's when, as you see, Alex starts to question things. He's thinking, what, why on earth, like, would you be so cruel as to not forgive a man who's seemingly this lovely fella? You know, like, yes, he's scary, but he's provided them with lots of, things
1: and memories and whatever else. Yeah, he's put a thatched roof over our heads in the shed. I mean, what more can you ask?
0: Yeah. Do you remember that
1: time he called down names and didn't bang the table when he did it? <laughs> and then shortly after the mother, mummy, passes away of a brain tumour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're going through the house uh, they find all kinds of things, like jars filled with £50 and the, notes. And in
0: the curtains as well, like sewn into the curtains.
1: Money sewn into the and curtains, And that's when I
0: yeah. was like, oh, are they pimping them out in the house for money and then hiding the money. That's what I thought then.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh, there's a wardrobe in the bathroom just filled with sex toys. There's... And that's
0: what I didn't understand, right, was that... Wait, I mean, <laughs> there's quite a lot I don't understand this, obviously... But well, at this point, I'm thinking, the mum knew she was dying for ages. Like, it seems like her decline was over quite a few years. You'd, you'd think mm. you would have hide the sex toys out.
1: Where'd you put that many dildos?
0: you could just pop a couple in the bin every other week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a weird advent calendar. <laughs> um, you
0: know, because I mean, it, it may well be, because it looked like a big cupboard. And I guess if you put them all in, it might, the bin might be too heavy for the bin men to take. 'Cause then they put a sticker on it, then you've got to take some out, take things to the tip, and you don't want that to happen with that kind of uh, that kind of stuff in there. So you just pop a few in every other week, I'll be alright when I'm on my way out, I'll know what to do.
1: You can just imagine on a Tuesday morning you see the bin being knocked over, go, Fucking hell, what's that least doing?
0: It's just like in a really loud voice. Who on earth has planted these disgusting
1: things <laughs> in my <laughs> Just oh, there's only one who's on the estate. They're gonna know whose it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> like just you can't just whack a couple of cock rings in the recycling and not be noticed. <laughs> it's windy and a fucking <laughs> a massive fucking throbbing rubber cock just flies through the shed window. <laughs> like, Did you, okay, you ever do that? Went through like,
0: can this go in the recycling? And it's like, well, make sure you rinse it out and <laughs> just pop it in. I, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
1: there, there is a funny thing when someone goes under the bed for for toys it always looks like a wrestler going under the ring for weapons <laughs>
0: <laughs> and depending what kind of relationship you have it may well end up feeling like that as well why
1: has he got a table
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: right if you're using that i want a chair right So, yeah, and then they find uh, in the back of the house, there's a wardrobe, and inside that wardrobe... Oh, wait
0: a minute. Let us tell you this bit first, right? Because before that happens, they go into the loft.
1: Oh, shit, this is so fucking dark. I don't know why. This is almost, like, the most damning thing of it for me, and I think it's because I'm a spoiled little shit. But you, please explain what this is. So, like
0: Alex says, like, so we went into the loft, and that's where we found, like, our entire childhood... So like all of that, he's like, so all of our like workbooks from being at school, all of our this, that, and the other, and he said, and all of our Christmas and birthday presents from our from our entire childhood. So yep. they didn't have. They said we never, we never got any presents, and they're literally all up there in the loft, wrapped up still from all the aunties and uncles and that. Awful.
1: That's I I can't even yeah I I can't comprehend why. I mean, obviously, there's a lot in this to comprehend, but that is such a, a fucking
0: yeah. I know.
1: If a regular parent that didn't do the shit that these people had done to them had done that, you'd had done that. You'd be like, "Oh, this guy's yeah, evil.
0: exactly." And it's, there is something. It's like we. I don't know. It's weird. Like if you get into this, is what I never understand. Right with like crimes. Right, there's there's a lot of fucking horrible crimes, and I'm not saying that that's what they're all right to do. Right. I'm saying is. I'm
1: glad someone said that. We almost got cancelled. <laughs> well, no,
0: but what I'm saying is, if there's like a need or a want, right? So, like, I don't understand what you would get. Like, if you were going to sell them presents on because you didn't have any money or just because you wanted to buy something mm-hmm. or whatever, that's fucking horrible. But you can understand it. But just keeping them, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just keeping them there and, like rot right away. And like.
1: Yeah, that's why they went loud upstairs.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of many reasons.
1: What? I mean, this is really out of left field, right? And it could explain a lot that happens in this. What if they were just really naughty kids?
0: <laughs> Santa just wouldn't come. He's like, I'll get as far as the loft. And if they sort themselves out, we'll bring them down. <laughs> no. maybe's the worst.
1: No, but nah, it's it's fucking, it's bleak. It is bleak.
0: But, Rick... Did you get any Mm -hmm. nice Christmas
1: presents? I'll tell you what, right. Uh, This, I think I still owe an engraved thank you for. So I charged uh, Tinks here with the task of creating an advent calendar for our lass. And it was amazing. Um, I went, I was meant to hide it until the 1st. It was all full of cosmetics and a wrapped up but the rapping was the level of fucking T V show. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? When you see a present on TV, it was fucking incredible. Uh in a hamper and I went and hit it. The first thing that happened is the Beagle went and found it. So I'm like oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I, I had to give her it early. But I then very soon after contracted COVID and had to go into isolation and as I was in isolation the fact that she got a present <laughs> a day from me I think saved my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, now you've got us talking about advent calendars again. But, so like last year, right, th- this year I didn't make as many. I made one for KJ, which you'd obviously, like, given us money for. Um, and I made one for Stuart's mom, one for Stuart's sister. Um, and me cousin's girlfriend wanted us to make a couple for her. I mean, w- I made a few, right? But the year before, I must have made, like, about 20 advent calendars, right? And, like, me, me, honestly, my me fingers were, like, nearly, like, bleeding. Like, all my friends got one. And they were good. Like, I don't do shit ones. Like, I think there's... I, I'm the...
1: Oh, I imagine you went all kind out. Of you, person went, you, that you bit off a little more than you could chew, but you went all I'd out. I'd
0: genuinely rather not get someone something than just buy someone something for the sake of it. Because I, I, I wouldn't ever want somebody to just feel like the hat I get is something, and it was shit. I'd rather not get something and it go... Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: that's how I... Have you ever been into, on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, a a store along the lines of, like, Lush, the cosmetic store on Christmas Uh, Eve?
0: No.
1: It is stowed off of blokes that look dejected like me, going, oh, we've got to get fucking her something. Oh, she's fucking (laughs) just, just... Pick, just queuing for hours to pick up what they hope isn't a fucking ornament. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, last year I made like all... Because obviously it was like COVID, it was shit. Like I just wanted people to have like a little bit of something every day that would like make them smile and bright. So anyway, and I bought Stuart beer, I drink under obviously. And then um, and I did like a few 24-day ones and like even more 12-day ones. And then it got uh, um, like the 1st of December and no, nobody had got me an advent <laughs> Like not a chocolate one or anything. And I was like, <laughs> like, I know you don't give to receive, but I was, I mean, feelings were honestly a little bit hurt. But like, obviously I just pushed those feelings down. And then I was like, as when it came, like the first two weeks of December, I was like making more again for like 12 day Christmas ones. And like some of them were like to raffle off, and some of them were ones people had bought, and other ones were, but like whatever they are, always make them really good. Don't put shit in them, like try and do them for a specific person. This, that, you know. Um, And then I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll get one for 12 no 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 one got me a one and then me and my mom went to b&m and it was like 10 days before christmas or something. and i had a cry um <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry that didn't be funny um, i had to cry just
0: about like loads of things because i was
1: i do have some strong feelings whenever i go into a and m <laughs> store i like i know i don't work hard but i'm better than this i'm better than this <laughs>
0: Well, in fairness, I usually c- cry with glee because I can get six kids' cans of uh, Branston's beans for £2.50 and I love them. Um, but, yeah, I had a little cry because I was just stressed out about loads of different things. And my mum was like, come on, we'll get you a little calder, so she got us, like, a booze one. And I was like, get this one because it's got money knocked off it, right? It was supposed to be, like, tw- £15 and it was 12 I think, right? Because um, it, right. it was missing... Because they were all little miniatures and it was missing two of the miniatures... And I was over the moon. Because it was like once, no, but listen, right? So I opened it. I opened it up. And um, it was like Malibu. And like, I would never buy a Malibu ever. I haven't had a Malibu since I was like sneaking it out of people's cupboards when I was 10. But I had one, Malibu and Cork. And it was lush. It was really nice to have a little drink. And I got the end. Turns out there wasn't two missing. They just dropped down the back, So they were like free. And then, um, but then this year, there was a lot of,
1: uh work sent an email around said please don't drink before coming in <laughs> but
0: this year um i think quite a lot of people maybe felt guilty about the year before that. <laughs> i had four advent calendars this year uh,
1: you see that's that's what i was going to close on i was going to be like well when people hear this you're going to get 24 people making you a massive advent calendar it's going to be like yeah that's you know.
0: what i expect and that's what I expect. So I'm going to tell you what ones I got. <laughs> so I got a cheese one. So I had okay. tiny little truckles of cheese um, most days, and then sometimes a bu- little thing of pickle, and sometimes a little cracker. And I got a twenty-four day tea one. So it's a new little.
1: Oh, I got one of those a few years yeah, back. Hippie yeah. tea.
0: Do you like hippie tea? Do
1: you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll ask. All
0: right. Okay. Well, or uh, that. I'm still drinking some of them. I do like them, but I don't like anything licorice or fennel. What's the second? Fennel. One?
1: What's fennel? Tastes
0: like licorice. It's like uh, looks the look.
1: I thought it was a cloth. In
0: real life, they look a bit like a really big garlic, with hair,
1: right.
0: with like a hairstyle. Um, but but that's fine. Stuart drank them once, and then the best one... Oh, and I got a one one which was like which looks like a book. 12 Days of Christmas book, but it's actually got little things. I don't know what they are, actually. So they're supposed to smell nice I me. I didn't open them because I just like it as it is. I'm going to bring it out each year. <laughs> and then the best one was a 12-day Christmas one that all had loads of different gins in. Nice. So there wasn't an end to that story. I te- I'm going to tell you this off air because it makes it look like an absolute dick, but that company that I ended up that I couldn't cancel, right, Uh mm-hmm. I- they got back in touch loads more times, you know, and said I hadn't cancelled. Honestly. <sighs> and I ended up sending them such a shitty email that I was like, that I was like aware that I was being a bit sarcastic, but it was massively typed out in rage and then sent. <laughs> and then it's like, what, what, who am I? Like, that it's ridiculous. I'll read that once it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> the family member sits you down in some dark room and says, "Tinks, you did subscribe to all those alcoholic <laughs> calendars. <laughs> Thank you. At least I know."
0: <laughs> so that's hopefully the end of my little Advent calendar story. Although actually, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I very, I very much appreciate the Advent calendar. Also, uh, due to algorithms, if Alex. And Marcus, listen to this podcast. Not only are they reminded of their trauma, but also the fact that uh, we got so many Christmas presents and they oh, didn't. Oh <laughs> no!
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, you want to talk about Christmas presents, uh, I believe.
0: Okay, I will still. So, you didn't?
1: Did you get any good Christmas presents? Uh, I I got an amazing Christmas present. It's it's becoming a bit of a, a problem. Um, I got the new Xbox.
0: Um, what's the new Xbox
1: called? Uh, I got the S series. It'll
0: we'll still be classful, won't it? Like, that's the thing, like... Uh, it's fucking yeah. mint. It's mint. Like,
1: uh, It's absolutely mint me mint.
0: phone, and they're trying to charge a £600 for a phone, it's like, I'll have a £150 one, because this was class once. You know
1: what I mean? I, that's the thing with phones. Like, I can't remember the last time a new phone impressed me. I feel like you made my old phone worse, not the new ones yeah, better. Definitely. It's like, oh, have you only got the iPhone 8? Well, you can't record HD while skydiving. Then. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I honestly think they've not done anything since Steve Jobs died.
0: <laughs> I, I watched a review for this phone that I bought, and it was like, gaming's pretty good on it, but sometimes it can be a bit slow if you're doing full blah, blah, blah. blah It's like, I don't want a game on my phone, actually. <laughs> Like doing the voice and doing these video chats for you is about as technologically advanced as I need to get. Um I'm gonna you haven't asked, but I'll tell you about some of my Christmas presents.
1: What well, okay, okay, let's <laughs> let's put this in unison.
0: <laughs> um I got some really good ones. So when I was really cold earlier you saw me nice dressing gown that my mum got us. That's one of my favourites. And just because 'cause I'm so cold and then these booties as well. They're nice.
1: Okay, okay. Um, Fluffy boots for, for the the listeners of this audio medium.
0: Um, <laughs> and our, our Stuart got us, right? Wait for it. for in. Dance mat for the PlayStation 2.
1: Amazing. I got that for my niece.
0: For the PlayStation 2?
1: No, no. It's like, um, it's it's, it's its own thing where it just lights up where she's got to jump to and plays loud oh. music. Every year I try and get them a very loud gift. For the for the for the young and I got him um, a hover football, which like vibrates and he kicks around the house with a bumper on it.
0: <laughs> they both sound like class presents, to be fair. So Stuart got us that, and he got us a lovely coat, like what you wear for horse riding. I haven't got a horse. What
1: What's the dance mat like? I am intrigued to the, well, the dance I mat. Well,
0: I had this dance mat when I was a teen, late teens. I had this very thing. So it is it's it's just like so me and my sister would like we went on like a caravan holiday once and they had a, the like dance like arcade game things where you could
1: Yeah 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 I know which one you to say up down that's right So and
0: and so yeah we got dance mats as we were older like and it's exactly the same and it's exactly the same one they had when I was a teenager but we've been ill since Christmas that's and me. I haven't actually set it up yet, which is mental because I thought it'd be straight on it. But I'm really excited about using that. And then he got us a lovely coat that's like, yeah, it's a horse riding one, but I haven't got a horse, but like the dog's plenty big. So like, I feel like that's grand and I love the coat. But then also, right, sorry, mainly I'm wanting to get round to these things that Laura got, our Laura got us, right? So you know what my dog looks like. Mm-hmm. Again, this is an audio medium, but look at this. It's like, that's it's, my... so it's made out of felt, it's felting, and it's like my dog. And, yep,
1: that does look like a And crumble.
0: then you can put a picture on for people to see. Yep. And then that's my niece dog, Mouse.
1: I've just seen yes. a picture of both of those, <laughs> yep, that looks like them.
0: So I'm going to send you a picture of this, and you've got to put it on somewhere so people can see.
1: Oh, We are, we are going to have to get to the bleakness pretty pretty quickly on so in the bedroom they find a cupboard oh, yeah. inside that cupboard is another cupboard with a key they find the key they go <laughs> sorry. in
0: sorry <laughs> i know he said well, i do a quick i know it but Stuart was like why would you bother finding the key at this point you just kick it in wouldn't you <laughs> like,
1: yeah. I, I was thinking that but i gotta be honest i don't think these two have good jobs at the minute and there's a lot of money ah, in that cool. house so like no, no, no. In fairness, it may be filled with dildos, but that wardrobe's worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they find the key, and inside it is a picture, um, which is one of the most disturbing things you could ever fucking find. It is a picture of them as 10 years old, naked, with their heads cut off.
0: Aye. I was confused then, because I was like, how did they put them back on? I was really confused, because I was like, how did they cut their heads off? I don't understand, but I realised the heads were cut off on the photo. I was like, literally like so confused. Like, I'm going to sound like an idiot there. Oh, oh right. But I was going to be like, eh? My heads are cut off. It took us... Marcus,
1: cons- were we decapitated as children?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that really why I lost my memory? Honestly, it was just me brain had totally... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they found that all of the stuff that Marcus has been telling them has been false. There have been lies. He's built up this narrative where he hasn't had to know this and the only one person he trusted, so he's built his whole life around was Marcus, is what he was telling them. So they go into the kitchen and he says, Were we abused as children? He says yes, but says nothing more on that matter. Refuses. Well, he to says talk about
0: Did it. did our did our mother abuse us when we were children? So it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: a yes. Did our mother abuse us?
0: And like that's going back to the good twin bad thing twin thing that I thought at the beginning I really thought that it was going to be that Marcus had some awful thing that he'd done to his brother or whatever. But it's like the so like the premise seemed like maybe he was quite a cruel person. But the reality of it is that he's literally trying to protect him from the truth, isn't he? He's trying to make it so that he doesn't have to live the trauma that that the lift. It was like almost like he was getting a second chance.
1: Yeah, 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 and. It's, I mean, it's a very real fucking documentary, isn't it? And this, it gets more and more real from that. And Marcus described it, how he's like, he buried it, put it in Pandora's box and ran away into a yeah. hole. And then he leaves the table and walks away. And I, I have to believe the director's like, could, could you go into a hole just for the good scene? <laughs> no? Okay, that's fine. Right.
0: The, thing, the thing that like really got me, like Marcus says, like I tried not to make stuff up, I just left stuff out and like i've mm. like i can t- oh god you just really feel for him it's like it's such a big respons- responsibility he's 18 years old he's trying to process all this trauma that they've been through and it is like i can totally say why he did that i don't think i would want to sit sit me like i thought about my sister and like how what like the like the our relationship and how close we are and if i could protect her from something like that i think I, I think i would try and leave the things out Yeah, when you start yeah. doing it you're not thinking like Oh well this is gonna become a massive Long term. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. about protecting someone in the short term and then it becomes a much bigger thing, doesn't it?
1: It's what he says, um that the mother must have been so shocked that they're acting like everything's normal yeah. now.
0: Uh-huh. Because they've got Like, like the they're really just cools. turning up for birthdays mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. And cuddling and whatever else.
1: But the whole issue is he won't go into the detail of actually what happened. Yeah. This is what this whole documentary is about, is to get him to sit down and do it. And that was always my question. All right? If you won't tell me face-to-face or via text or in a letter what happened to us, why get Netflix involved? Mm. That That was something for me but that was kind of answered a little yeah. bit and this isn't to take anything away from what they're doing is they've actually wrote a book together about this experience yeah uh they'd, they'd written the book together they own business together they both got kids uh together uh not together but yeah two kids each separate family that
0: was what i was like totally totally shocked by because i thought that they were like separate like all the way through this whole thing up until this point I thought that they didn't talk to each other anymore.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a coming together.
0: And But I was so thankful that they were still... Because that's what broke my heart when they were talking about each other and the absolute love that they have for each other. And I was thinking that they didn't speak yeah. to each other anymore. Like, that was making us cry all the way through before I even knew what was happening. Because, again, I was thinking about, like, our Laura and, like, what that would, like... And, I mean, we're not twins. There's seven years between we're, But, like, I feel so connected to her, like... Where it's like on about like having another half and things like that's what I feel like it's like you feel, I feel a pain and then, oh that oh it was horrible I was just like putting myself there and it's just awful
1: and when it um, so it builds to them coming down and sitting at the table together so they've all been separate talking heads builds to them sitting down and when they're having the chat face to face my thought was I think it's. I don't think me and my brother have ever sat and talked to each other yeah. <laughs> for that amount of time. <laughs> I played the computer with being places, we do on nights out, but sitting at a table. Yeah, I, I was almost not jealous, obviously. But
0: <laughs> and when they when they're talking, like both, like to the camera individually, and then when they're talking together, they're incredibly well rounded, aren't they?
1: Yeah, very well rounded. And away. it's if. Due to how well they enunciate, like the, the RP accents are perfect, bang What's spot on. Uh, Received pronunciation, it's uh, how newsreaders right. speak. I've not heard. That. There's no regional accent right. mm-hmm. to it, really. It's uh, every word said what you'd, you know, classist, racistly call proper English. Mm-hmm. Like they are tremendously well. You'd almost think that this could be a, you know, a Cambridge independent film mm-hmm. movie made by students. Mm-hmm except for no one can act that well because it's so fucking raw like when marcus is telling you can see him literally cracking oh, with the yeah. memories of saying what had happened so he says to him i can't tell you to your face what happened i've said it to the camera you can sit and watch it if you choose but i don't understand and they both had their say and they both kind of have pretty valid points like what you said You, if you could protect a loved one from that why wouldn't mm-hmm.
0: you and i can see all the reasons i can see massively both sides of the coin but i would think that if i was 18 i would have made the exact same decision yeah i don't know that i would as a 32 year old i don't but i i, I don't think i would as the but i would as an 18 year old definitely i found it quite interesting that alex trusted that he was going to tell him the truth mind.
1: yeah i'd give it that i'd give it that um i was half open that when he spoke to the camera he was gonna just it was gonna be a joke and the mother was going to be there and be like "Wow, got you <laughs> that was Ooh.
0: weird i thought some. i genuinely thought something like that was gonna happen <laughs>